Is it an instant overreaction to say I saw something I didn't like long term? Nope. Because I've been doing this for a while. I'll tell you why I feel that way in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Thank you for joining me for a postcast edition of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we always thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we're also free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. So make sure you tap in on our YouTube page and hit that like button, hit the subscription, and then hit the bell so you receive notifications anytime we drop an episode. Also, wherever you listen to your podcast, if you're in your car right now leaving the stadium, Wherever you listen to that at, make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode. Well, we got to get to the ugly, right? You guys saw it. And the diagnosis, in my opinion, is a lot worse than what you think it is. Uh, So there are going to be a lot of people that think that this is a big time overreaction. It's not an overreaction. Um, I'm not, you know, an overly emotional person when it comes to this stuff. But I have been watching football, as I told someone earlier, for 48 years. I've never seen the team win a, win a championship that has the problem that I see the Jaguars having. You could say it's one game, but it's, it's it's one game against an elite team. And when you look back at the Kansas City game, it was the same thing in that game, even though that game and that score which was, was much closer. So what I thought was, okay, that's the beginning of the year. They don't have their left tackle. So maybe what the problem is is, it's early combined with they don't have everybody that they're going to have. They're not at full strength. They got a rookie playing at right tackle. He was blocking the Hall of Famer. And so you get in this sort of the situation today where it's the same thing, where there's like great defensive uh, players on the other side of the ball with, with uh, coaches with pedigree that, that know how to get it done. And 11 weeks in, we still look the same way. Or 10 weeks in, they look just the same. This is how they look. Or nine weeks or whatever it is. This is what they look like. That's disturbing a little bit. This is week 10, by the way. To me, that's a little bit disturbing because now it tells me, and we'll do micro macro moving forward in the second half of today's show. But now it tells me that, okay, they probably won't win it this year. And if you start looking at if they don't win it this year, who are they going to have in the trenches on the offensive line two years from now, next year? So you could argue that three of their starters, as currently constructed, won't be here. See, the trenches take a long time to fix. Not When I say a long time, I'm talking relatively speaking. Quarterback obviously takes a long time because there aren't, there aren't very many really, really good ones, right? But the trenches of the offensive line, it takes a minute, man, because you don't usually get, like, the one or two great players that you need on the offensive line. They're usually never free agents. So that means you got to draft them. And you have to develop them. And that's over a period of years. It's not like, you know, one year, even though the Chiefs did a good job of it a couple of years ago. So if it's not this year – 
and let's just say maybe two of the linemen that, that are currently on the team, and some of y'all might think it's less. I see the comments have tripled since I said that because I guarantee you there's some people that think they may only have one guy, and that's questionable. That's a championship line. Like, when are they going to be ready to, to face a really good team? And, I, and I've said this all year. In case you're new here, one of the things I've always said was, I am, since we believe and we've given the team the benefit of the doubt, and we saw, and they said, we like our group, we're going to stand pat. And they made a playoff appearance and won a game and then showed themselves to be on, you know, on track to do something, even in a loss against the Chiefs. We said, okay, now we get to judge them just against good teams. And we, I think I've done a pretty good job of doing that because I haven't been super, super critical of them for not playing clean. And what I mean by playing clean, nothing is going to be perfect, but you would like one virtuoso game to let you know that you can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time and that you can put it all together, all of the things that you work on. We haven't seen it, but they were six and two. They were six and two. That I'm like, it's whatever. Because I, I realized that when they get put in a situation where they got to play a clean game, if they can do it, then great. Do it when you need it the most. Obviously, through eight games, they they didn't really need it uh, six times because they hadn't really played clean. But now start to, it starts to make you think a little bit. Now you start to wonder. Not only when they play these elite teams, they don't look like they'll ever beat them. I was wrong about Spence and Crawford. I won't be wrong when I say this. A lot of people believe that those two guys fought again. The result, it was so bad, the results are going to be the same. If the Jaguars lined up right now and played the 49ers 20 straight times, they wouldn't beat them once. And that concerns me. Ponder this before I get to segment two. If you had to reach into a bag, if they put both of these teams' players in a bag and you had to reach in, Grab the 10 best players out of that bag. How many of them are Jacksonville Jaguars? Ponder that as I let you know that today's postcast is sponsored by the Game Time app. That's right, GameTime.co. Mainly, you can go get it in your app store, the app called Game Time. If you want to buy some tickets, man, but you procrastinate sometimes like I do, well, Game Time doesn't penalize you for that. You know why? Because that's what they do, man. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area views from all seats in the venue lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection etc download the game time app create an account and use your locked on nfl promo code for twenty dollars that's right off your first purchase terms again uh terms apply again create an account and redeem the code locked on nfl that's locked l-o-c-k-e-d on O-N-N-F-L, all one word, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. And we're going to tell you today also about FanDuel, man. I hope you guys are making you some money on FanDuel because that's where you need to be, man, because FanDuel is the number one sports book in all of America. And it is one of the great sponsors that we have here on Locked On NFL. And it's also where I go to get a lot of information. I even use the information that they put about the players in the write-ups. I use that to help me even in my fantasy leagues and to make my 
waiters. You can do the exact same thing at FanDuel.com or download the FanDuel app. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. How about that? So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's right. FanDuel.com slash locked on all one word and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And all y'all are like my partners here on Locked On Jaguars. And we're glad to have you here for a postcast edition of the show. Uh, I'm going to try to get to the comments with some of the comments. If I don't get to them, don't, don't, don't hold it against me, all right? Uh, first of all, I'd like to say this. There's a certain specific trait here in Jacksonville. I can't describe what it is with the fans, with the Duvalians, right? And it, and it goes over, sometimes it spills into social media. Somebody told me y'all out there beefing and, over each other jags get in 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 one little bit of they step in one little bit of stuff and y'all out there beefing over over stuff that y'all posting on social media talking about getting together and throwing hands man y'all stop that foolishness come on now this is the og just asking y'all man just relax that's the thing i love about y'all but it'll backfire when he when it gets hot around here man y'all just y'all chill out man all y'all are do volumes and we good micro macro moving forward micro they can win the game next week they can get back on track and win and still show up and be a 12-win team, right? What we've been saying this whole time is, do I think they are capable of winning a championship? No. I think they have too many things going wrong. I think even today, a little bit schematically, they were kind of exposed and and the 49ers, you know, made them do some things that they can't do. Everybody thinks that when they say make Trevor play quarterback and go through his progressions, that they're saying like he can't progress. That's not, I think it's make him go through his progressions and don't give him time to go through those progressions because our defensive line is better than their offensive line. If we take away the first read and we know what it is because we, we are football coaches too, right? We take away the first read and make him go to the second one. If we do a good enough job guarding the second one, by the time he turns to look for his third one, or he tries to run, our really, really good pass rushers have freed themselves from the shackles of the offensive line, and they're hunting him now. Common sense. So it may also indicate that Trevor needs to process things a little bit faster and stop trusting his his physical ability so much. And what you hope doesn't happen is he stops trusting his offensive line and starts bailing, because if that happens, he gets happy feet, and then you get the mistakes macro moving forward that's the picture that concerns me the most that is the one that i have been basing my uh instant some would call an overreaction on i don't think they're elite enough across the board to be a team that's going to consistently challenge for a championship i think they're good enough and they're well coached enough and they have a lot of the intangibles and a lot of the things that um, and I'm going to tell you why I don't think this is an overreaction either. They have a lot of things that, you know, culture, like-minded players, all that stuff to be really, really solid, right? It was side-by-side side today. You saw what elite players are. You saw it. They got a bunch of them. And I know somebody will sit there and say, but they're going to – have to pay for all of that when everybody's cap numbers get right blah 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 whatever i'm 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 i don't care about all of the structure of all of that stuff what i'm saying is i sincerely believe that that is championship level stuff there and you're gonna look up 
late in December, early January, whenever you see those last four teams that's going to vie uh, for who's going to play in the Super Bowl, you're going to look up and you're going to see four teams that have similar qualities to that. And right now the, Jag- the Jaguars don't have it. And it starts with the fact that when things aren't going right, you can't just get back to the basic. I said last week it wasn't about scheme. It was about execution. Well, in order to execute, you got to be good enough to do it because there's people trying to keep you from executing, right? And whoever, whoever can will their way over the other person, it's all about one-on-one stuff. And that question has to be answered. Eventually, that's like putting the two best fighters who have never fought together. in a, It's like a joust. It's like watching Game of Thrones and you see two dudes or whatever that thing is when they're on the horse with the spear. At some point, who's the strongest is going to show up. And you got to win your share of the battles. The Jaguars had no shot at winning their share of not one battle in the trenches at all, with the exception of Trayvon Walker. And by the way, in a game where it's mano a mano, ain't nobody tricking nobody. Well, they scheme them up some on offense. But I mean, in the trenches with your man against me, guess who looked like he was one of the three or four best linemen on the field today? Trayvon. You know why? His talent level. And that's the point that I'm making. Are the Jaguars talented enough? Do they have enough big physical run jump athletes? We thought. We thought, you know, all the talk about these traits and Trent Baalke. That's why Trent Baalke is on that thumbnail because this falls back on him. Because if they aren't good enough long term and they've had three off seasons where he's been the GM, does he need more? How long does it take him to get it? How come this isn't? How come this isn't? And that's why I say it's not an overreaction. And I'll get this out real quick before we end the show. They could have lost 34-3, shot themselves in the foot like they did a lot today. And I, to another team like last year against Detroit and when they got smoked. And I was like, you know what? Bad day at the office. Don't worry about it. And they got beat physically. But my expectation level back then wasn't what it is now. And that's what I'm talking about. My expectation level now goes to everything that they do when they play a good team is going to tell me who they are. Like to their core. What happened today would happen every single time. You just got to know when you ain't going to win that fight. And that's one of those times. They cannot win a championship with teams like that in their way. They're not good enough. The players that are their frontline players aren't good enough. They're not good enough to make Trevor not look good when he's not on. And and when, you know, he he has he has to struggle a little bit and he has to grind through it. He he even their even their best player doesn't look great. Even ETN didn't look great. The 49ers players that are their great players look great. Name them. All of them. Debo, Kittle. Even their quarterback, right? Bosa, McCaffrey, they all showed up. Okay, okay, this is what we gotta, this is what it is. Let's show up. Jaguars didn't do it. All right, man. Y'all make sure you tap into the Locked On Jaguars podcast all week. I'll have more reaction and more things uh that'll come out uh, from the interview process. But for now, I'm glad you guys joined me here today on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. Appreciate y'all, man. Make sure you hit me up every single day. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Jaguars podcast.